Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Okay, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I've got a guest here with me today that I'm very happy to welcome to the show. I think this is going to be a pretty fun conversation. I think you guys listening are in for some cool insights. I'm very, uh, it's a subject matter that I definitely care a lot about and I think this is going to be fun to talk about. So Nico and Jean, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you. <laughs> so I like to start off in the same place with all my guests, and that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most that they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? Um, I help transformation professionals unleash their potential for peace, purpose, and prosperity by helping them release narcissistic trauma. And that's that's exactly what I do and that's pretty much all I do. <laughs> okay, nice. So narcissistic trauma specifically, why that? Like why this uh, this focus? Yeah, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, well, one of the reasons is because it's something I've gone through myself. And so by experiencing it personally, I know exactly you know what it's like. And I understand like the challenges and I understand you know, how to heal from it. And I can guide people uh, through it, hopefully, and this is my mission is that that I can guide people through that, you know, um, faster, and like easier and with more joy, instead of going through like years and years of suffering and pain, <laughs> that I could somehow shorten, you know, that journey for them and make it more joyful. And so they don't have to do it alone. And so that's why I do what I do. Okay, perfect. I, I love it. I find that very interesting. How long have you been doing this for? Um, well, I've been a coach and I've been working in my profession for seven years specifically, but I've only had this specific niche in about the past three years or so. And before that, I worked with something that was more, it was similar, um, working with people who were, you know, releasing trauma in general, but it wasn't until like the past three years that I actually just really narrowed in on this specific type of niche. Mm. And how did you get into doing this in the first place? Do you have any uh, sort of training or certifications or what did you do to get oh to this my God. place? I have so many certifications. I could wallpaper my whole office with my certifications. <laughs> but yes, um, yeah, I, I'm certified in uh, clinical EFT and energy psychology. I'm a certified life coach. I'm certified yoga teacher, meditation teacher. I won't go on and on, but needless to say, I've been in this profession of healing and transformation for 27 years. And um, I, I'm sorry, wait, what was the question you asked me before that? Uh, that's, that's pretty much, you pretty much answered it. I was just curious as to kind of what got you on that path to, to doing this. Yeah, well, I used to, 
but so before I was a life coach, which I, I started life coaching about seven years ago, I had like a prior career and I was in the healing arts and um, I was a massage therapist and a yoga teacher. So um, I, I worked as a massage therapist and, and I taught yoga. And then I also um, became a teacher. So I owned um, a massage school and a yoga school and I trained, I taught and trained people in the healing arts. And then um, one day I just got really kind of tired of it. I got burned out, you know, from it's, it's hard work doing massage. It's, it's pretty, it's not all that sustainable, at least in my opinion, for a lot of people. So I decided to go back to school and finish my degree, um, which was very interesting to do that in my forties. And I got a degree um, in business actually, which I don't any idea why I did that. I just did. <laughs> and it was, it was great. It was a wonderful experience. But then at the end of, you know, my, like when I was in my last semester, I took that test, you know, that test people take to find out what they're supposed to do with their life or. Oh what, yeah. One of those like personality tests or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like a career test. And I took the test and um, it told me like the number one thing on the top of my list was life coach. And then I was like, huh, that sounds really interesting. So I looked into it and I had no, no like intentions to become a life coach. I had this whole other plan. But after reading about it, I was like, oh, my God, that sounds so cool. And I just went right out and got a certification and started doing life coaching. So, I mean, true story. Can't make that up. That's how I became a life coach. <laughs> okay, nice. I, this is very interesting because I do not remember life coach being one of the options I was presented with uh, or that anyone else was when I took that test. <laughs> so they must have uh, maybe they added it since or you took a little bit more of a comprehensive one. That's awesome. Um, I love to hear it. And I love to hear that you kind of, you saw that you were interested and you decided to roll with it. I, I think that's great. Um, so you've been doing it for a while and this is what you do. Give us the kind of backstage look into what it actually looks like to work with you. So if someone, you know, someone starts working with you, walk us through what that looks like. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, there's a couple ways I work with people. I, I do work with clients privately. And I also have a mastermind. So it's a, it's a hybrid of like group work and a course. So those, those are two ways people work with me. Um, but essentially, you know, what I take people through, I take people through a process um, that involves using clinical EFT and energy psychology. And um, I don't know if you have ever heard of tapping. You've probably heard of tapping. I'm sure you've heard of tapping. Tapping like... There's a lot of different definitions of tapping. I'm not sure exactly which one you're referring to. Okay. So EFT, which stands for emotional freedom technique, is sometimes called, more often called tapping, because you're literally like tapping on these acupressure points on your hand, face, and torso. Oh. Type of, it's a type of energy um, psychology, or people sometimes call it like emotional acupressure, but it's, it's an energy healing technique. And so- okay. That's one of the tools that I use when I work with, with clients. So it's an evidence-based technique or tool that basically um, combines acupuncture and um, components of psychology to help people release trauma out of their body, to help them um, change their physiology. It helps you become more calm. You know, it helps release anxiety. Uh, it helps people process trauma. I mean, it's highly effective for people who have PTSD and other types of, you know, emotional imbalances. So it's an incredible tool that actually helped me pretty much um, 
cure myself of a severe panic disorder that I, that I had a few years ago. So I started using it because it helped me. And then I started using it with my clients. So this is the tool and the technique I use with clients when I work with them privately and also, you know, in the group to help them release trauma from their past and, and help them, you know, start moving forward with their life. Okay, nice. I, I love it. I think that's pretty cool. That is, uh, I can see how that would be very, very impactful work. So let's say someone listening is inspired by this and they're like, oh my God, that would be incredible for me. But they're not, besides, so, you know, besides working with you and going through the process with you, what is one piece of actionable advice you could give that they could take and implement right now today? Well, so okay, to answer that question, um, truth, truthfully, I think a person that maybe suspects that they might have narcissistic trauma, um, there's, there's, there's a lot of different things they can do. But what I recommend that they do is that they start, you know, looking online and searching out information about, you know, what are the signs of narcissistic trauma? Um, or what are the signs that I'm in a narcissistic relationship? And that's kind of how I got started was I started, you know, searching online and looking for content and for help. And I would recommend someone to start doing that. That would be the first step that I would take is to just start gathering information and see if you, you know, feel like, okay, if I got enough information here, maybe I can decide, perhaps I am suffering from narcissistic trauma. And if that's the case, then I would say definitely seek out help from some kind of a professional. So it could be a therapist, it could be a coach like myself, um, you know, it, it could be a mental health professional, but that's what I would recommend, absolutely. Perfect. Okay. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. So I know, you know, oftentimes as coaches and as leaders and as, you know, heart-centered entrepreneurs, we oftentimes teach what we most need to learn. And I know in this field specifically, it is difficult to get into the specifics of these kinds of experiences because there's oftentimes, you know, uh, confidentiality situations and things of that nature. And it's difficult to talk about. So using any words that you can tell us a little bit about how you yourself have overcome some of these struggles that you're helping other people to overcome as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically what, what happened to me is that I was already working in the profession, you know, I was already coaching and using EFT to help my clients. And I was focusing um, really more on people that had anxiety because that that's how I started using EFT is to get over an anxiety disorder. So I was working with lots of people who wanted to, you know, help anxiety and get rid of panic attacks and things like that. Um, and then I just, I basically stumbled upon some content that made me realize maybe this is something I'm experiencing in my life. Um, and I started taking some courses and I started working with a therapist. And basically I was able to understand what had been happening to me in my life. And when I was able to understand, you know, I was able to like put a label on something and say, oh, wow, this is, this is narcissistic trauma. When I was finally able to understand what it was, then it empowered me to actually do something about it. Because before I didn't understand what it was, I just thought everything was my fault. Like I just thought, mm. it, 
I thought I was going crazy. I thought, you know, if I just tried harder, if I could just be better, you know, if I, if I could just learn how to be, you know, manage relationships better, you know? So in my own life, I just realized that it wasn't me, you know, that was the problem. So once I realized that, then I was able to, you know, take steps and actions to have better boundaries and relationships in my life and to understand how this kind of trauma had been holding me back um, from really like stepping into my power and like really showing up in my business and really being successful, which was important to me. So um, I, can, I, I help people understand because that's why I work with transformation professionals. I help them to understand how this trauma is actually affecting their ability to be successful in their business. Mm. Really common, like really common um, ways it can show up is like fear of visibility. Um, you know, uh, uh, constantly doubting oneself. So just having constant self-criticism, self-doubt, um, difficulty with boundaries in relationships and in, in business relationships, say with clients, uh, difficulty feeling valuable like charging what you're worth, you know, difficulty, like um, moving forward and showing up with your offers and getting out there and, and sharing and being authentic. So those are just some common ways it can show up. Okay. I love it. I think that's incredible. Um, that's some very powerful, powerful advice and some powerful insights. Uh, as we begin to wind on the conversation, I have one last question that I want to ask. When you first transitioned into into doing this and, you know, you saw coaching was something you wanted to do and you decided to dive into it and you decided to focus on this specifically, what was your biggest fear and uh, did that fear end up coming true? <laughs> yeah. What was my biggest fear? So, like, okay, I'm trying to think because there was a lot of fears. Um, I think that. Honestly, what it was for me personally, um, when I first decided to open a coaching business is that my fear was that, um, like nobody would, would know what it was or would, would value it. That was one of my biggest fears. And, but it actually didn't turn out to be true, you know, because I learned that, you know, when you, when you can educate people about how important it is, you know, and how coaching is such a, such a gift, it can be such a gift, you know, and it can it can really be something that can help people um, move forward in life. Maybe even if they tried therapy or they've done other things. Um, so I found out that it actually wasn't true. That the people who were ready for the work I did just they showed up and and you know they were there. I like I somehow found them. So no, it wasn't true. The fear wasn't true. I, I find that to often be the case when it comes to fears. Cause I love asking that question, right? And I've talked to many, many entrepreneurs and I'll, that's why I ask it the way that I do where I ask what the fear was, but then I ask like, did the fear come true, right? And there's always fears and they almost never come true. And if they did, the few times that they made, they did come true, it turned out to not be a big deal at all. It didn't even matter. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so it's kind of funny how that always worked. Yet, yet no matter what, myself included, we all still feel fear, even though like I know it's it's completely unfounded, but it's like, you know, it's part of the human condition, I suppose. Yeah, because there and then the fears change because the things you, mm. you're cramping more, there's always a new fear that shows up when you try something new. So yeah, yeah. It, 
you have to kind of just keep going forward through the fear. Otherwise, the fear stops you. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> so, Nico, I think we could talk about all of this for hours, but I want to make sure that I'm respecting your time and the time of our listeners. So I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today and giving us these powerful insights. For people who are interested in you and in the work that you're doing, where can they find out more about you? Yeah, just definitely visit my website at www.nicoanagene.com. Okay, I'm going to have that linked up in the show notes. I encourage everyone listening to check that out in more detail. But for now, Nico, thank you again very, very much for being willing to come on the podcast today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.